Dear. Damn. Episode 10. Starts that off. That stuff happened. World's End. That's what the episode's called. Oh my called. god. What, what happens in this first episode? The world ended. It was so scary. We're all dead. Uh, we're all dead. I mean, this was inevitable at this point. The year of 2016 was just the start of all of it. So, honestly. So, well, the far future of 2016. What? Anyway, what happens in this episode, dear? It's called World's End. Why is it World's End? What happened? Well, I mean, there is a joke why it's called World's End, but I'll get to that. <laughs> so, we start with someone walking into the Thames. Uh... And there's a sign that says it is forbidden to dump bodies into the water. And he, like, walks up and he, like, pulls his collar off and he's still wearing the helmet part. And he goes and he drowns himself. As you do. And the episode, it is called The World's End. What World's End? And then... Whatever. The TARDIS suddenly appears where (gasps) he was standing. And we see the doctor coughing and, like, dusting off the console and just going, hmm. 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 Like it just goes on for like three or four minutes and it's just a lot. Um and he's like, it's not clear at all what has gone wrong with the the TARDIS and they can't see anything on the monitor, but it kinda looks like there is a river. And they realize that they might be back on Earth and they are excited that it might be London. And then they find out that it is in London, but everything's a little bit fucked up. Uh, And Ian goes, like, into the fucking air, like, (laughs) with no regard to safety whatsoever, because, of course, he just wants to shout. Um, As you do. And then the doctor warns them that regardless of where they are, they might be way in the past or way in the future or, uh, you know, things might be weird. They... They might not have just perfectly landed where they needed to be, right? Yeah. Uh, and every and this is just because everything already looks like weird and decayed and neglected and stuff like that. And then Susan dies. Oh. Yeah. You had to. Really you had sad. To just... She fell off. She fell off a wall, um, while looking around. But then actually, she's okay, and she just twisted her ankle, and she's like full body picked up and moved because apparently. The entire bridge collapses on top of them uh, and onto the TARDIS, blocking it off so they can't leave. I mean, as it does. So, yeah, of course, they have they have to not be able to leave. There's always a reason. So the TARDIS is pinned in and the doctor is worried that they're going to cause attention by being like, hey, how do we get this police box out of here? This weird police box that's underneath the bridge and everything's weird and hmm. Mm-hmm. And so Ian basically goes like, I just want an acetylene torch to cut through it for whatever reason he thinks he could easily get an acetylene torch in the current day and age that they might be. Because <laughs> um, Ian wants to make sure they can get back into the ship just in case that there's trouble. And the doctor doesn't think that they're in their time because there's no noise. There's like no ships, no birds. There's not really even wind or anything. And Susan starts crying, going, oh, my God, my ankle. And he's like, well, you shouldn't have collapsed the bridge. And he blames her for collapsing the bridge. I mean. Somehow. I mean, it And is then threatens to spank her. I mean, she, it, it was her fault. She deserves it. She's dear. 15. Oh, is she 15? You don't, oh. 
You don't spank a 15-year-old. You barely spank someone over the age of 10. And, then, and only in situational... <laughs> and then later in their 20s if they really <laughs> want it. Yeah, honestly. Like, only if they really, really want it. <laughs> uh, so we... <laughs> So we cut to the mill that Ian and the doctor have seen, and they're like, okay, let's go look for a torch over there. And, like, chains are swinging and stuff, and there's terrible noise, and they're going up the stairs, and Ian's like, oh, watch out! There's a one-foot stair <gasps> that you have to go up. And the doctor's like, it's fine, I got it. And thank you for watching out for me, though. And he's like, you could have broken an ankle. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't believe in ankles. Uh, uh, he doesn't believe in ankles. They wander around the rubble, and Ian makes another loud noise for no fucking reason. And then we cut back to Barbara and Susan, and Barbara brings back a gross handkerchief from the Thames, and she doesn't think they're in the right time because there's no noises, and she just, like, wraps the wet handkerchief around Susan's ankle because that's how you fix a sprained ankle, I guess? Yep. I don't... Wouldn't you want heat instead of I? I don't know. Listen, listen, listen. Um, she's a woman. Hmm. She knows. She knows how to fix things. That's this is the I, '60s I, mindset. Put yourself in the '60s mindset. Anything the listen. woman does will work. <laughs> I mean, fair, I guess. Um, Barbara mentions that they've apparently done away with all noise of the future. The wind. They stopped it. The birds killed them. All of the noise is gone in the future. Wait, dear dear listener, wait until the near future where we kill off all noise, and then the world will be a better place. <sighs> if only. If only. If only. If only. Then maybe fucking stupid Americans would shut the hell up. Anyway, so they've done away for with all noise I'm in the future. I'm staring at the camera right and, now. Okay, like you're on the office? Yes. Hmm. Ian and the doctor are running around, and then we see a man around the corner watching them. Ta da! <gasps> Ta da! Ta da! Um, yeah. Ian looks out a window and sees like this weird building with some of the chimneys all fucked up, and they're like, huh, I guess everything's all nuclear now. And then the doctor finds a calendar and opens it up, and he's like, ah, yes, January 1st, year 2164. <gasps> well, okay. Uh, I mean, he does also say that that office looks like it hasn't been used in years, so it might be like 2167 or 2170. Or like, yeah, I was going to say 2170 maybe. Yeah. Was this filmed in 1964? Actually, yeah. it was filmed in 2163. Yes, it was filmed in 1964. Okay, I was just wondering if they just added some years. Well, okay, some uh, of the promotional <laughs> material that's like, watch this, um, watch Doctor mm -hmm. Who this week, um, says it's like 1980, <laughs> for some reason. Um, <laughs> they didn't really give a shit. Um, some of them also said it's 2000. Uh, the year 2000, which, Ooh. no... Um, Gam, I am glad that we survived the Dalek War. Uh, oh, don't say that because uh, if you read, if you know Doctor Who history, uh, this is <laughs> this is like just before the the Dalek Human War. Um, oh, 
of the 23rd century. It's, uh... Ooh! Yes, it's, uh... We don't really get much into it, um, unless you want to start listening to the audio uh, stuff and read the I'm books. I'm good. Hey, you never know, you might want to. I don't know, fucking... I mean, you did you did give me a book that I still need to read about Donna. So well, it's you know. it's it's audio adventures with Donna. It's like full on oh, okay. like actual episodes just done audio, like with the Doctor and everything. Anyway, keep going. What happens in the rest of the episode? Anyway, um, <laughs> so when they get back, uh, Susan's gone, <gasps> and uh, a man finds Barbara and asks if she's crazy and trying to get killed. And then we see the doctor open up a box and a man in a collar, the same one as earlier, is dead. And he also needs to stop moving in the scene. But they talk about how the helmet is made to pick up radio waves or something like a second ear. And he also has a whip. And then there's a sudden creaking of wood and they all turn around and they find that the guy was murdered with a knife. (gasps) So... They walk in. <laughs> we need to actually have stings. I'm so I tired know. of just going dead. I should get the stings, but I'm lazy. <sighs> Maybe yes, by next week I I'll know. get the stings. Thank you. I much appreciate it. Anyway, there was up? a sudden creaking of wood, and they turn around, and they find the guy was murdered. So they walk into the storeroom and find nothing, and then keep following the noise. And then Ian kicks a door out. <laughs> And instantly, like, Jump walks through it, so he's then hanging from the rafters that was out in front of the door because there was no floor out in front of the door. So he just, like, kicked down the door and just went straight through it without looking. Uh, uh. Mm -hmm. And then we see a man poke out from behind an oil barrel and look at the weapon and go, hmm, that's, that's strange. And then we see Barbara running around and chasing the guy who took Susan to get her to safety and is getting really confused. And she almost eats shit, which is great. Oh. Uh, there's a whole bunch of, like, very realistic backgrounds. And there's a fantastic dish floating in the sky. And then Barbara actually does eat shit on a paint can. And then it's just, it looks like a pie tin at this point, honestly. So we just started calling it a pie tin. I mean, it's Because from the bottom, it looks like a pie tin. Hmm? It's not a pie team, but it's, you know. But it looks like one. You have to admit it looked like one. I mean, possibly, I guess. Maybe. You are so stubborn. Okay, here's the thing. The DVD and a lot of Doctor Who DVDs will come with this. They're like, updated CGI. Where it's like, they'll they'll have Mm -hmm. like CGI where they try and make it look like uh, it's it, it fits the time period. I yes. don't like it. Um, mm-hmm. I think it backfires immensely and not in a good way. Um, like the like, I rather an adorable miniature that doesn't look convincing but looks adorable than CGI that looks absolutely garbage and doesn't well, fit. Yeah. I'm not saying a pie tin is a bad thing. I thought it was kind of cute. I just well, I, don't know. I say that because this episode you it actually like a pie we tin. actually had the option to like look at CGI ones instead, but I didn't because I don't want to mm-hmm. fucking know. <laughs> yeah. So Susan is throwing a tantrum because the guy who took her says that they try their best to get the others, but there's like no promises, and she's like, "That's not what you said." And then Ian is upset. That Susan and Barbara apparently have. It's like, they always leave. Those silly women. Like, they always leave. 
Oh, I just want to get out of here. And the doctor wonders if Ian wants to know what actually happens to London, and Ian's like, no, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to spoil it for me, thanks. So we cut back to... There's a lot of cutting in between because, like, everybody split up, splits up mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. in this episode. So it's going to be a lot of back and forth. So bear with us. They we cut back to Susan, the guy who took her and Barbara, and they put their hand up against this elephant on the wall and they go in through the secret door. Here we go. And they're like, Barbara, what can you do? Can you cook? And she's like, yeah, it's like, OK, you're going to cook for us. And they go over to Susan is like, what do you do? And I was like, I eat. And it was great. <laughs> yeah. Was well, because they're great. like, Barbara, what do you do? She can cook. She can she can do this. And then they go over to Susan. They're like, well, what can you can do? And then she just stares at them, not blinking, goes, I eat. Yes. Like, I don't want to do absolutely anything else for you. Like, fuck off. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's a man in a wheelchair that pulls up, and his name is, like, Dortmund or something, yes, I believe? Yes, Dortmund. You got it right. And, nice. And Wheelchair Man then takes out a knife and says, I'm gonna be on guard while you go and look for Ian and the doctor, because you thought he was a bad person, but he's actually not. And then we cut back to the doctor and Ian talking about High Tide and... There might have been a plague or something, which is why everything smells really bad. And Whip guy looks out the window and... Honestly, like, I would not be surprised if he just releases a plague in the next few years. (laughs) He just farts and a plague comes from it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He's building up bacteria on his skin. That's what what it is. Right? It's all the cheese. So, oh... So Whip Guy looks out a window and sees Ian and the doctor and is like, all right, I'm going to go get him. And then you see Robot Toasterman walk past the window and he goes, dang it, because Ian and the doctor are now surrounded on all sides uh, by the Robot Toasterman. And Ian is like, well, let's try talking to them. And the doctor's like, no, let's just run away. Let's swim away. And then they threaten them with whips. And then we cut to the water and Gam, the most influential scene. I mean, it's not. Ever. It, it, it's not. It's so influential. This episode has we way see. more influential, iconic scenes, but this is a no. Pretty... This is the only influential scene that happens. It's a pretty good scene, though. We see coming up through the water, a Dalek. Da da. <laughs> God damn it. Da da. You need that bass in there. And, and, and cut cut we'll go to the next episode what's that this episode mm. isn't actually called world's end that's right bitches it's called the dalek invasion of earth what what now what? you know why i didn't want to tell you the full name dear because it would have fucking spoiled it immediately <laughs> yeah would have. yeah yeah it's unfortunate they they learn that lesson later on they're <laughs> like hey maybe like if we call the episode what the monsters are in the episode we can't exactly uh you know like have a, have surprise. a surprise of who's in it Mm-hmm. Um, they, they still do that a few more times, but, uh, they, 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 they get better at it. They hide it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, Dalek Invasion of Earth. This one was filmed, mm-hmm. I believe, like, around the same time, but basically the same time as, uh, the, the reign of, of, of terror. 
Um, so technically, oh, okay. although the Reign of Terror has the insert shots of uh, France on location first, technically this one ha- recorded theirs first, I believe. Um, but the mm-hmm. name of the first episode is World's End, and it's a pun because, well, the world has ended in the story, but also the TARDIS were- lands in World's End in Chelsea. Uh, so it's like a really shitty pun. <laughs> Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's yeah. It's um. It, uh, it, this episode, I I like it. I again, I wish it was like chopped down a bit, because uh, there are bits mm-hmm. where it's a bit drags a tiny, teeny, tiny bit. But overall, I really do love the story. It. I mean, okay. <sighs> Here's some other episodes that they were thinking of calling it. Daleks threaten Earth. The Invaders. The Daleks 2. The Return of the Daleks. And the Daleks in Europe. Ah. So if you ever... That that last one spoils way more than just the fucking Daleks. Yeah, yeah, actually, no. Well, I I guess it it is more accurate. That they're in Europe? Well, they're... The other ones are the fucking Earth. I, I know, but I'm saying, like, it's not just Earth, but, like, they're pretty much close to home at this point. So it's like, oh, oh, no. Will Ian and Barbara ever get home? Uh, in what timeline? Well, do you think, okay, I guess this is a question I should ask now. Do you think they'll ever actually get back to their proper time? Uh, or do you think they'll be like seeing... Susan and, like, just stop somewhere else or do you think they'll die because wow, that's possible spoilers that is possible i feel like ian might die and barbara might also just fuck off but they're sort of also pushing that like ian and barbara are semi couple like they i'll get into that a little bit each other a lot i'll get that into yeah, a little we'll bit when i bring up some trivia um so go next episode but I would say maybe because of their relationship thing that I think they'll probably just get back eventually and then the Doctor will be all alone, but I don't know. <laughs> the Doctor will be all alone. All right, next, next episode, what happens? The Daleks! Daleks! Uh, the Doctor and Ian are highly confused as to why the Daleks are back, and the robot toaster patrol is missing this section, apparently, under the bridge. So they're going to take them, the prisoners, to landing area one. And they start talking behind, oh, sorry, they start talking behind, like, they're, like, behind their backs, and everyone's just like, stop whispering, we can literally hear you. Well, Dalek literally goes, he basically goes, silence, we can hear you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the There's a lot of bits like use... that in these in this episode, which is why I do love it. Yeah, there is. Actually, the doctor still wants to use logic against them and says that even if they really want to take over Earth, they really need to destroy all living matter. There's no possible way to do that. And they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're still going to take you back. Like, fuck off. And we see that a message is being broadcast to the girls and the survivors of London about surrendering and how they need to surrender so that they will be given food and water and shelter. Otherwise, they'll be killed. 
So then they decide to take care of Susan's ankle and they need to assign Barbara and Susan to work. And Barbara's like, Susan's hurt. Like, she can't <laughs> do anything. And they're like, she can fucking sit at a table and work. And Barbara's just like, what is this bitch's problem? We'll get to her. Yeah, what is her problem, really? Uh, I really don't know. I mean, the world ended, but like, what's her actual problem? <laughs> so we see them planning attack an attack on the Daleks, and wheelchair leader man is upset that he's in a wheelchair. And he's like, I just want to pull out this bomb. And he just does. It's like, I would throw this bomb if I could, but I can't walk. Is that what you're saying? Is that I'm useless because I'm in a wheelchair? He's like, that's not what that's not what I'm saying. You're just you're arguing for the sake of being a little shit. Yeah. And we find out he's apparently a scientist and made the bomb to specifically destroy the Daleks. The holy gang grenade. A man... Yes. A man also comes in and reports that Eden and the Doctor were taken to the very specific landing area. And they start talking about why the Daleks can move without being on metal. What is something you kind of want them to explain? Because, like, an an entire plot device of the Daleks' first episode is if they're Mm. not on metal... They have no power. Uh, so it's like, yeah. wait, but London isn't, like, completely metal. Like, how the hell are they moving around in power? So it's, like, it kind of important that they address that. Unless they want to just retcon mm-hmm. it and be like, actually, we were wrong. But they don't retcon that. Because Terry Nation isn't that bad of a writer. <laughs> they retcon it by basically saying That's that... That's not a retcon! The... Well, okay, they, they explain it by basically saying... These Daleks are an invasion force. They need to adapt to the planet that they're invading. So they developed a way to move without being in a magnetic situation where they get electricity from the ground. Whereas on the planet of Mara? Oh, I was about to ask if you remember what it's called. It's not Mara, but it's very close. What is it? Scaro. Scaro. Okay, not really close. but I mean, you got AR right. Yeah. And you got uh, that it ends They in a basically row. say that the ones on Scarrow were thousands of years ahead? Millions, but closer. So they developed Ford and... I don't know. I'm not worried about it. It it feels a little weird, but I'm not super worried about it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry and about it. the Doctor and Ian are just, like, talking about this, and we see two more prisoners join the crew, and one of them is... T- and Shaggy... Uh, from the Scooby-Doo gang is talking about wanting to escape and everyone's like, no, don't do that. But then he just makes a run for it, gets fucking surrounded and killed. As you do. And the screen inverts in colors and everything and it's just like, oh, okay, he's dead. Yeah, I mean, it gets across that he's being shot with some sort of laser, doesn't it? I don't know if it would be a laser, but like something. Okay, whatever. (sighs) I, if you want me to be honest, like, I could see him being microwaved from the inside out, but not specifically, like, a laser. Oh, I, I don't know. I, you're actually, you, you actually kind of have figured out what the Dalek's laser actually does to people. It's, Are you shitting me? It scrambles their insides. Uh, okay. So you actually kind of are right on the nose with that. <laughs> Okay, so we see the survivors preparing for this attack, and Ginny, the the bitch from before, is still a fucking bitch. Yeah, she is she, a, bit of a bitch. Barbara was told to go hand out food, so she goes and offers her an apple. She's like, I don't want it. Fucking set it over there on the table. And she's just like, 
what is your problem? Like, she's just a bitch for no reason. And there's not that many Daleks on Earth, apparently, so they took humans as prisoners, made them into experiments. When the weird helmet is taken off uh, that the Daleks put on them, they apparently go insane and die, so no one can be saved once they've been robotized, so to speak. <laughs> and the heliport, where Ian and the Doctor are, is apparently where they take prisoners to either transport them or turn them into robotties. They're going to turn him into 2B. They... Yes. No, that's a row booty. Oh, there, there's oh a difference. sorry, sorry, my apologies. I know, you should be so sorry that you insult my wife like that. I just, I just got really excited. I know, it's okay, I understand. Her booty is just... <laughs> so, they're put into a... Pr the Doctor and Ian are put into a prison cell, and we see that there's a camera on the, in the cell to watch them again. Commemora. And they basically go... Hey, the doctor's kind of more intelligent, so we should give him a test of some sort to see if he really is intelligent, and then if he is, we'll make him into a robot. And we find out that the other prisoner is named Jack Craddock, and I jokingly wrote down <sighs> Jack Crackdick oh, as his wow. name. <laughs> wow, so, you are a fucking child. You know what, you're younger yes. than Susan. She's like 22! Um, Susan is 15, I'll have you know. There was apparently a plague, and none of the doctors apparently worked fast. This hit so hard. It hurt. None of the doctors worked fast enough, and even when they made the cure, most of the world was pretty much dead at this point. Yeah. And it came from a meteorite that landed that the Daleks, I think, launched at the planet. And then the UFOs landed afterwards, so there were less humans to fight back. <sighs> yeah, I know. <sighs> I know. So, that bit was a little bit too real, where they were like, there was this plague and we tried to fight back, but we couldn't. I mean, they didn't ex exactly expect the year of 2020 to have an actual plague, so... Well, a lot of know. them, considering it was the 60s, they didn't expect to survive to 2020. Um, yes. But we get into more Cold so War episodes in the 70s, don't worry about that. Yes. We also see a Dalek uh, cop a feel with their plunger on a chick. Yeah, it does. And then she's, like, karate chopped to death with said plunger, and it's hilarious. No, no, a Roboman comes up and karate chops her. Oh, okay. Well, she's still karate chopped to death, and that's that's the point. The Daleks, da Daleks, Daleks, want something. Yeah, something underground for some reason. And at this point, I was like, "It's probably metal," and I regret saying that so much. Listen, if you and say the, doctor, the right thing, I'm gonna tell you, you get the right thing. The doctor then basically goes, "Have you seen this?" And we cut back to the Daleks giving another message to the survivors. And they basically say, we will come out with this bomb. And when you think we're going to survive, like, or like surrender to you so that we can survive, I'm going to come out with this bomb that I'm shaking around violently to throw at you. And the humans basically go, all they need is one victory to feel better about themselves and they could win. Yeah. Barbara thinks that they could disguise themselves as robot men. And then attack the saucer in about, like, an hour. And Ian and the Doctor find a magnifying glass and a weird magnetic thing inside of a box with multiple tubes on it. Yep. 
and it looked kind of like if you know what the inside of an, a lock looks like. Yep. Like when you have like lock pick yep. uh, practicing kits, it's usually like a lock inside of like a plastic case so you can see what you're doing. That's literally what it looked like. I mean, it, it looked a little bit more basic than that, but yeah, it did look like that. That's the general sort of shape. And they kind of realize that it's a key that opens the door in case a Dalek gets locked in the room. Well, that's their hypothesis. they don't have hands. Yes. I mean, the truth is the Daleks so, put it there as a test for the Doctor. Yes. So they take the magnifying glass to reflect light at the box to shatter something at just the right angle to open the box and the doctor says a whole bunch of science-y math stuff including X equals gamma which gives them an 80 degree curve and all this stuff and then there's a Boyle's Law pun yep okay sounds like someone doesn't like Boyle's Law <sighs> And then it works instantly. And <laughs> and then the second oh. best line in the episode is said. The doctor literally hands Caddick well, something you have to kind and of, he goes... You have to kind of oh. set it up because Craddock the whole time is like, oh, what are you doing? There's no point. It was like, we're, we're just going to get killed. That's what are you talking about? This like, is what are you doing? Mr. Smarty Pants over here. You don't know what you're talking about. And then like while he's talking, it instantly works. And then they basically shove stuff in his hand. He's like, hold that and shut the fuck up. Yeah, well he so, the doctor we literally the, smart stuff. the doctor literally hands it to him and he says, Hold this and shut up. Yes. <laughs> and doesn't even and... like give him a second to talk back. <laughs> he's just like, hold this and shut up, and then talks to Ian immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they wonder, he's kind of wondering why doc, the Doctor and the Ian know so much about Daleks, but he just literally keeps being told to fuck off and that it doesn't matter. Yep. And so they get the door open and are instantly fucking caught by the Daleks and the Doctor will be robotized because... Woohoo! What else? Because he passed the test. He's so intelligent. Yeah, he's so intelligent they're gonna make him into a robot and take over his brain and make him not intelligent. Wee wee. I did note that he doesn't have his cape on this episode. And you I know you did mention that like it it goes back and forth. Sometimes he has the cloak, sometimes he has the the jacket. But I just would like him to have the, the, the coat at like the cloak. Yeah, I get it. You hate everything know. that isn't a cloak. Listen. No, it's okay. It's okay. So they take the doctor's coat off, anesthetize him to start making him into a robot. And no control has been found in Sexter 4. So when everyone is walking up as fake robo toasters, they're caught and they're like, you're fucking stupid. And everyone just starts throwing bombs. And the bombs don't really do anything. Uh oh. And then the. And then the Daleks start shooting at the walls and try to kill everyone. And then the fake prisoners pull out a fucking gun and then go inside the ship and start releasing everyone around them. Uh oh. And then that's, that's the episode. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> um, okay. So. Uh -oh. Wow, okay. So this episode. Um, I, I've been contemplating making this a Patreon, like, 
goal or something that we watch these. Hey, did you know we have a Patreon? Shut up. Anyway, continue. Um, uh, that we watch these because I actually haven't seen these. Um, but mm. the the first Daleks episode actually got adapted into a movie starring Peter Cushing. Uh uh-huh. where uh a a scientist named Doctor Who uh that's his actual name mm-hmm. and his two granddaughters, Susan and Barbara, uh uh-huh. he invents a time machine and and Barbara's boyfriend, Ian, meddles with it and they uh-huh. get sent far into the future and blah blah blah, the Daleks happens. This episode was actually also adapted into a movie called The Dalek Invasion of 2150, I believe, AD, I believe. I forget the exact date, but um, also starring Peter Cushing mm. and the rest of the people that um, uh, that starred in the first one. I've never seen them. I, I've only heard that it's like, eh, it's okay. It's not really a good movie, but it's like, it's funny. I, I mean... When it's an adaptation, I never expect it to be. I mean, the the real thing is that in this one, the Dalek invasion of twenty one fifty A.D., uh, there is a person in it called uh, one of the actors in it uh, is Bernard Cribbins. Jim Caddick? No, Bernard Cribbins, uh, who is you would know. Well, I don't know. Kiddickers. Do you know the Do you know the Wombles? Like the actual Wombles, not Soviet no. Wombles. No. So you don't actually know the Wombles, really. No. Oh. Well, he, he is the narration for the Wombles. He's he's one of those actors that's been in loads of stuff. Um, and he... Mm-hmm. That was his first, like, Doctor Who role, technically, because it's technically Doctor Who. Um, mm-hmm. But he would then come back fucking 40 years later, and he's uh, Wilfred Mott, Donna's grandfather, in uh, the new season. Oh, so uh, the, this, nice. there's a little, little connection there. What happens in the next episode? Can we talk about... Okay. What, no, what? can we talk about Ian and Barbara real quick? Okay, so it, the movie kind of implies... like the, the It's never like outwardly stated, I believe, that they are in a relationship, but it's kind of like because they are the only two people from their time and their planet in the TARDIS that it's like... And they already knew each other. It's like their bond kind of grows closer. So I was like, they're kind of a thing. You mean how, like, you mean like how men and women can't be friends because all it is is going to evolve into a relationship? Kind of. I I don't really think it's more that. I think it's more just like a convenience of like, it's easier to write them as a couple than it is to write them as friends. Mm. Uh, you know, damn, it's a good thing I'm not a girl, or else I'd just have to, like, have a relationship with you. <laughs> it's a good thing no one's writing this. Um. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it becomes more apparent as time goes on. Um, it, again, it's never, like, outwardly stated. It's more like they're two people on the same journey. Which kind of brings them closer. Mm-hmm. They're never like, I love you, Ian. I love you, Barbara. Okay, okay, okay. Next episode. Five more minutes. <laughs> Stop. I fucking hate mouse noises so much. Stop. <laughs> okay, next episode. The day of reckoning. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs>
there to commence to operate on the doctor regardless of being under attack. So he's going to turn into a robot no matter what. Very bad boy. And we see wheelchair guy is playing tiny chess against himself <laughs> because he's smart. Not just playing against himself. There's no like black pieces. There's just the white pieces on yeah. there. Like he's just yeah. moving chess pieces around for no fucking reason. We then see two men going to save the doctor and he moves slightly and everyone throws more bombs to release everyone and escape. And they're releasing prisoners and everything's cool. And then the most frustrating thing for me, because I was, I thought, <sighs> I really thought I saw someone in a hijab and it wasn't. And it frustrated me so much that it wasn't no, because it, it was, literally looks. It was just Jenny like, in a weird like balaclava type thing that doesn't suit yeah, the rest of her clothes. And she wears for the rest that of the also, fucking episode. Like, didn't really go over her face, so it kind of was more like a condom hat when you, like, actually got up and close to it, and I was just really upset. I mean, who wouldn't wear a woolen condom hat? I mean, as long as it keeps you warm, I guess. And Barbara basically just goes, like, not pregnant. Save? Ooh, nice. Well, I mean, wool has... Uh, we're not gonna get into the properties of wool. Uh, so Barbara, like, fucks off because she really wants to find Ian and etc. And Susan is really mad that Barbara has no plan, so she's screaming. And they're toppling over the Daleks, and in the process, some people are dying. Everyone's doing the big escape. Barbara nearly fucking kills Ian. Uh, I mean, as you And do. gets... <laughs> with a bomb. I mean, And he, he gets forced back onto the ship and hides under a table. He deserved it. And Barbara's dead, probably. She deserved it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then she just basically sits up after the attack and everyone's dying and the bombs did nothing. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh no. Like, Again. You sounded like you nearly vomited then. <laughs> You're like, oh. Like my coffee oh. is acting up with me, so my apologies. Um, yeah, apologize to the people. The survivors basically go, we need to get out of London. And the wheelchair man wants to stay and work on the bomb so that he can make the Daleks die. And Barbara is upset that she can't go with the guy to find survivors because his shoulder's bleeding too much. Uh, no. Uh, no, I forget she doesn't. how she words she, it. She words it really weird because I like heard it and then I was like... His shoulder is... His shoulder is too bleeding. Yeah, his That's shoulder is too bleeding, and I, I repeated it, because I was like, wait a minute, did she really just fucking yeah. say, like, her, his shoulder is too bleeding? What? Yeah. <laughs> fucking what? Yeah. I mean, it's it's too bleeding. Like, that. There's it's too bleed. It's fine. Too bleed? And the Daleks make an order to finally destroy London and Central England, and the ship takes off. And Ian actually hid in the floor. Well, Ian like hid in, 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 in the laundry basket. Mm -hmm. it, it is in the floor, but it looks like a laundry basket. There's there's a whole thing where he isn't seen by a robot toaster man until the last second and then saves Caddy before the robot man short circuits himself on the robot maker machine. And then they shove the body into a hole in the wall and hide back in the hole in the floor where Ian hid the first time because they don't want to get caught. And then we see Susan and a guy running around being chased by a Dalek and then they hide under a tree David. and he shuts Susan 
the fuck out. Well, I didn't know it was David at the time. Oh, okay. okay. We see Susan and a guy running around being chased by a Dalek. They hide under a tree and he shuts Susan the fuck up because she won't ever stop screaming. Like, full on <laughs> hand over mouth. I want to live. <laughs> and her hair looks so cute again because it's messy. It's really good. Her whole outfit and is then really it's, cute. <laughs> yes. It's like a nice, like, striped shirt and, like, yeah. capri ish pants. Yeah, she's wearing uh, capri sun. And then she's freaking out and crying because they literally hear someone get chased down and killed by a Dalek. And she's just like, <laughs> and Susan wants David to come with her on the TARDIS. And he's like, no. And he's honestly probably going to die <laughs> at this point. And Susan is really upset that she has no identity. And they talk about how one day she'll stop time traveling and get an identity. And... David then goes to protect her because they hear someone, but it's actually the doctor and another guy. And Susan is freaking out, as usual. And the doctor is having a whole time, and they're like, I'm sick. Like, I'm an old man, and I'm having trouble. And Susan's like, you're an old man, and blah, blah, blah. And yep, yep. David gives the other guy a flask, and then he runs off to go up north because... Yep reasons and then just run straight into a fucking Dalek and gets killed. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. He gets fucking killed. Mm-hmm. We see Barbara, Wheelchair, and Jenny running across a bridge and then they look up and kind of to the to the left and see more Daleks literally going across the bridge above them. And at this point we were both debating if I should buy Amazon bongos, <laughs> like bongos off of Amazon. <laughs> so that I could make music about going upstairs. And Gam says that I shouldn't, but honestly, like, I could I could do with some bongos. Seriously. I think you would drive everyone insane. That's the whole point, though. Like, you have, you have your soundboard. I could have bongos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It's an option. Okay, sure it is. So everyone is now booking it across the empty streets of London and hide behind a statue and they just keep running and running and running and running running and running and running and running and and the Daleks are moving their selfie sticks around hanging out in front of the English monuments there's more running uh the Daleks are visiting uh Big Ben which was really nice they took they took a selfie in front of Big Ben it was great uh we then cut to Barbara in the new area that they're hiding in, and Wheelchair Man says, <sighs> "Sorry, I need I need a minute." Uh huh. Uh huh. <sighs> the Daleks are made of Dalekinium. Uh, no, Dalekanium. 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 Yes. Well, that's what they call. Which is also, which is also in our planet. Which is partially why they're mining it. What's wrong with that? I cannot stand when someone's like, what is this unobtainable, unobtainable metal? Unobtainium. What's this blue-looking uh, ore that we found? Bluium. <sighs> It's such a bad naming convention. 
Well, do you really anyway. think any of the scientists who came up with the names for things were alive when they fucking realized what was going on with the Daleks? No. Exactly. So Dalekanium it is. So the bomb is ready to use again. And he mentions that he wants the doctor to see his notes because he's like, I haven't talked to another scientist in forever. So I just kind of want to talk to another doctor. And he gives Barbara the notes so that she can get them to the doctor because there's a higher chance she'll be able to it. And then he just fucks off with the bomb to do an obvious suicide. Yeah. Like a really obvious suicide. I mean, as you do. And he rolls up to some of the Daleks and he's like, what's up, motherfuckers? And chucks the bomb at them as they kill him. And he just, you know, falls over because he stood up out of his wheelchair because he can walk. Apparently. Well, he he didn't really walk. He kind of just like hobbled around for a tiny bit and then just died. (laughs) Yeah. I thought absolutely nothing happened to the Daleks. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I'm wrong about that, but the Daleks come in to try and find Barbara and Jenny and they hide and they mistake a mannequin without a head as a human being yeah. for a little bit. And it's this whole bit. It's, and it's like adorable. <laughs> it kind of is. The doctor and Susan are walking around and he wishes he has his stick because his legs are numb from the anesthetic. Mm-hmm. And he wants to go back to the TARDIS and Susan wants to go north with David because he she thinks it's a smart thing to do. The doctor then gets fucking angry again and tells her to listen to him because she's such a little shit and never listens to anything that he says. I mean, to be fair, she does. though she, she does literally everything he says. Not everything. Uh, and he also basically just goes like, do you think he's better than me? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, why are you listening to him and not me? And then he goes and tells David that they actually will travel north or whatever the fuck. And Susan's like, Grandfather, you're so smart. Like, I can't believe you came up with this idea. And then Ian and Caddick fucking land and all the Daleks, prisoners and robot men get off the ship. They get out of their hole and want to go down the chute to leave. And we see uh, back with Susan and the doctor and David the robot toasterman carrying a weird object around and it seems to be ticking <gasps> or something. Tick tock, tick tock. China. Wow. It's literally put within hearing distance of everyone and they leave and it's just going tick tack, tick tack. And then that was the end of the episode. Wow. You really went there. Yeah, I did. I made a fucking TikTok joke. What's your point? Incredibly basic. Um, Yes. You think my jokes are funny? (laughs) You think my jokes are well thought out? (laughs) End of episode. No. Um, So, I said originally that the uh, continuity of um, the trailers and everything was like, the Daleks are attacking. It's the 1980s. Uh, So, originally, like, references to like it were meant to be in the 80s but for some mm-hmm. reason uh, or other they decided like at the last minute eh just cut it we'll 2164 fuck it um 
and change their minds. Um, but for some reason, yeah. some of the material, like the next time on Doctor Who, uh, still says mm-hmm. like 1980 or 2000 or whatever. Um, other than that, the yeah. Robomen were initially only going to have like not the big clunky uh, magnet heads, but just a small tidy disc on their heads. Mm. Uh, like on their temple with wires going mm. into their hair but you can assume the reason why they changed it from that because it's too subtle children it, well it's too subtle mm. really to be put forward in a shitty quality black and white 60s show uh, so it's easier and more I to mean, distinct yeah unless you like actively play it up as like Robomen are like hiding amongst the humans and like it's an actual mm-hmm. thing, but it's not part of the story, so they're like, yeah, fuck it. Um, so Hartnell does not appear in the next episode because he hurt his back. <laughs> so any any mm. part in the next episode is actually a stand-in. <laughs> Ooh, fun. Yeah, which is interesting. Anyway, speaking of the next episode. It's called The End of Everything. Yeah. Because it's the end of everything. That's the end of the world as we know it. Even though it's not actually called the end of everything. The doctor hears the bomb and everyone's like, no, look, it's a firebomb. And the doctor fucking collapses. And David and Susan go over to the firebomb to try and figure it out how to disarm it. And she's like, when it gets to this red part, <laughs> it's going to explode. It's going to go. It's a fucking, black and, it's a fucking black and white show. Boom. It. <laughs> So you don't actually know how much time they have. Susan, go boom. Mm-hmm. So they basically open one of the acid bombs and drop it on the fire bomb to burn through the casing and parts. David then pokes a stick into it, pulls out the needle slash clock part, and it stops. Yep. And I was like, Susan honestly just wants to smooch him at this point. Uh, David wants to leave the doctor there for a while, hiding him because they think that the Daleks will think the entire area is covered in fire for the next hour. I mean. So that they can go into the sewers and find an exit. Barbara and Bitchface are pumping up a tire on a truck so that they could escape at a decent speed and get the fuck out of Dodge. And Ginny is a fucking bitch this entire time. Like, I don't I mean, she know is. what is up her ass, Well, she just, but she's just being a total she bitch. She just cannot get over the fact that everyone she knows has been killed or enslaved. Like, just <sighs> fucking get over it, girl. Okay. It's not even that. Anything Barbara says... Ginny's the type of person to be like, well, actually, this is dumb and you should be upset and you should feel bad for, like, thinking this way. And actually, that thing you just said is fucking stupid sort of stuff. And it's just like, what is happening? She's <sighs> lost her faith in life and in everything. She's lost the point. Anyway, keep going. Barbara is from Bedfordshire, Barbara. I believe. And Ginny's like, <laughs> that place is fucked up. And Ian and Caddy are in the mines looking for uh, Kid Icarus's brother. 
and they spy some prisoners pulling a cart of metal and being patrolled by Daleks and Robo Toasterman. Darlick. Darlick. Ian points out a trolley system up top, also carrying stuff across the quarry. And then they're caught by a guy who then covers for them when robot men come up to talk to them. But they're picked for the selection of being robot men. And then they walk off to go be selected. And the robot man beats the other guy that covered for them over the head with a stick. Yep. And Ian tells the robot man to get new orders and his ear thing kind of glows a little bit, and they hide away yep. inside of an earth mover next to them. There's <sighs> the black a black market guy, apparently, who smuggles in food and stuff into the camp. And they want to find him so that he, they can get Ian out of the mine. And then they beat the shit out of the robot guy that walks into the Earth Mover, and they all just kind of hang out in there. Yeah, they're just hanging out, having a party, hotboxing the area. Yeah. Jenny doesn't want to throw life away, doesn't think that the scientist should have thrown his life away to prove something. But Barbara's like, he did it for us so we would have a chance to survive. And she's like, yeah, I guess... And then they turn on the truck, open the front doors, and get the fuck out. They drive the uh, fuck away. They haul butt out of there. And Susan and David are in the sewers coughing and walking around with, like, some fake squish noises. And they talk about how they aren't likely to be found by the Daleks or the robot men down there. But there might be another faction of people in the sewers, and not all factions of humans are friendly. And then he kind of... Like, mentions he only has four bullets to protect themselves, themselves, and instantly there's a man behind them with a gun pointing at them as well, and Susan scream! Ah! She scream! Meow! Meow! As usual. Meow! <laughs> Barbara and Jenny run down some fucking Daleks with the truck, and it's kind of hilarious that they just explode. And the Daleks automatically know that it happened and send out a message about planning to destroy the truck. So the Pie Tin comes in from the sky to find Barbara and gives is given the truck location and they jump out of the truck and then it's blown up by the Pie Tin and it flies away. Yep. <sighs> there's there's so many jump cunts between everybody because everybody's... Well, there's a lot going on. The doctor's in one... The doctor's in one place, Ian's in a totally different place, Barbara's in a totally different place, and Susan's in a totally different place. So, uh. David and Susan apparently ran into the old leader friend that was talking to wheelchair guy in the first episode about how they should just leave. And if I remember... They basically say that the sewer is full of mutant alligators that escaped from zoos and all amphibians and reptiles survived in the sewers. That's not how that works. Yep. Tyler pl plans an escape with them, but doesn't know where Ian or Barbara is. And he is apparently afraid to make friends. And Susan basically turns to David and is like, I don't ever want to be like that. Like, I want to make friends. I want to make friends. Friends, David. And it was around this point where I started to really chip slash like David and Susan. And 
they start talking about how she would love to rebuild the earth when everything is finished. Put a baby in me. And it... <laughs> okay, I didn't take it that way. But, you know... It, it was just a really cute moment where they were just, like, talking about, like, the things that they'd like to do. And then Barbara and Jenny are planning on going and getting Ian in the mind if he's there. And we see Ian and Caddy looking around, and there's a weird okay. tree bug thing. And I just was like, what? 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 Like, getting really, really confused. And then they go into the Earth Mover and see someone with a gun, and it's the guy that runs the black market. Hi. And there's a whole bunch of fucking noises talking over Ian and literally drowning him out. But apparently the black market guy is like, either pay me or stay here to die because I'm not going to take you to London. And the tree bug thing is called a slither? Yep. For some reason. Because it slithers. Uh, uh-huh. The guy who saved them earlier comes up and gives him like jewelry and gold and such to pay for Ian's passage and for the food for everyone else in the mines. And they talk about how the Black Dalek apparently has a pet slither and it searches for people to eat at night. Yep. P.S. Susan needs to stop fucking yelling because everywhere she's going in this goddamn sewer, she's yelling. Ah! And her and David go through a tunnel and she yells again going, David! Like, are you down here? Or no, it's Tyler. They're like yelling for Tyler. Tyler! Giving away their position entirely. And she finds a ladder and moves to climb up and or down it i didn't really see and it breaks and then we see some striped mutant alligators and it was like a caiman alligator slash like a little baby alligator that they painted some stripes on it it was was adorable adorable because like in my mind all i just hear is them going "Eh," like the little squeaks that they do and it is just is so good then we see Tyler come down and shoot the alligator, thus saving Susan. Ian and his crew are hanging out and eating the canned food, while the Slither goes and fucks around, making noise, and suddenly coming into where they are and taking the blackmail <gasps> guy's gun slash killing him! Ah! Oh no! And then, and then Ian and, and Caddy run away, but they're trapped up against a cliff, and they're like, oh no! And that was the episode. Oh no! So you know how they that Susan and David are attacked by a baby alligator. Well, sorry, a mutant alligator. Mm -hmm. Originally in the script, it was meant to be a mutant human because, as I said earlier, like there's mutant human, there's human gangs down there. We got to be careful. Uh, We'll protect you. So it's like, well, makes sense Mm -hmm. then. Some reason or other, they went with a fucking alligator instead. It, I, it, I don't know. Maybe it's just easier to shoot. Who knows? Yeah, it's easier to shoot an alligator than shoot a human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, what happens in the next episode, dude? Was it the waking ally or walking? What? I never found out. The, new, the next episode title. Oh, the waking ally. Okay, I said walking, and I didn't wasn't sure. Uh, so, Caddy falls into one of those minecart things uh, on rails that is in the sky because it just happens to be up there, 
And then Ian jumps in after him and makes the comment of, Hope it can't jump! Oh no, it's trying! And then tries to jump in after them, sort of misses? And Ian beats its head in with a rock and it drops into the water below them. As it should. The... The cart then starts to slowly go down with Ian and Cat on it. Oh no! Susan and David apparently found the doctor with Tyler and are going back through the sewers. However, however they were followed by Robomen who follow down after them into the sewers. The first guy tries to shoot one and is apparently out of bullets and there's a struggle and David fires one of his four bullets and then Susan jumps out to try to fight them too and the doctor just kind of hits them with a stick. Yeah. And the first guy shoots again and they're saved. And Barbara and Jenny walk in on some women in a house while looking for shelter because apparently there's a thunderstorm that's not brought up again. And they they talk about how there's apparently dogs in the forest that were from the plague because they were starving to death so they started making packs in the forest. Barbara then offers them food to the two ladies and then because of that they're allowed to stay with them. Then the older lady basically goes uh, to the younger one and the younger one's like, I'm gonna go totally deliver some clothes or shit. And she's like, I'm, don't follow me. And Barbara's like, what is this bullshit at this point? Like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Didn't you just say there were dogs? <laughs> uh, Ian and... No. Mm -hmm. no, no, keep going. Go ahead. No. Ian and Kateri are still going down the mine and it's getting warmer and they're talking about how it's getting more pressurized as they go down and it's been like 20 minutes and it finally slows to a stop and they're at the bottom of whatever the mine is with like a 12 foot drop down and Ian makes it and I was just like and Ian breaks his leg but then Caddy fucks up his kneecap in the fall because of course he does and I was joking and I didn't want them to fuck up their leg I, I'm so tired of people fucking up their legs yeah, yeah it's a really common theme in this fucking season I don't know why because well, it's an easy way to get them to stop moving <laughs> I mean you laugh but I it's mean, true you're, you're not wrong Barbara and Jenny and the old woman are eating beans and talking about London and how it was really futuristic with moving sidewalks and blah blah blah. And then the young lady uh, turns, apparently, and fucking turned them in because of course they did. And Daleks take Susan and or Barbara and Jenny away in return for the older lady getting food and the young one's just literally just like shoving sugar into her mouth. Mm-hmm. Is pretty. It's a lot. Sugar. I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine just shoving sugar Delicious into my mouth. Delicious so. sugar. Mm -hmm. Yummy, yummy. They're back in the mine, swinging from side to side, and we see the survivors picking up baskets to move stones and shit. And one of the survivors sees Ian and Caddick behind the baskets, and he's like, "You need to get up. We're moving these baskets." Uh, and Caddick brother then stops him because he catches them and he's a robot man and he's like Larry no and Larry falls over and Ian just kind of smacks him as he falls and Caddick tries to get his brother to remember shit but it doesn't seem to be working and then he pulls a gun out on them and Caddick tells Ian to run away and then jumps his brother and gets shot a whole bunch of times 
while also choking out his brother. So they both die. They both ejaculated as they died. Yes. <laughs> There's. We'll get to the ejaculation jokes. We'll get there. <laughs> We see Susan and David making a little campfire, and he caught her a fish, and he, like, puts it in front of her face. He's like, look, look at this fish. I caught it for you. And then she, like, takes the fish back, and it was so fucking cute. And she's like, no, you take the fish. (laughs) And they're, like, on top of each other and doing the whole, like, oh, aren't we cute together? And then they kind of smooch, but then the doctor fucking instantly shows up, and they, like pull away like instantly uh business business taxes taxes (laughs) taxes business quarterly reports lunch is ready and they're all eating rabbit and they apparently realize that the main base of operation is in london and man to daleks are like a machine worthless and just made to like do things I mean, that's and men to men as well. The doctor assumes that the Daleks want lava slash living energy and want to fuck with the forces of creation. Apparently. Yeah. Mood. Ian then finds Barbara and the mines and he's like, Oh, I need to save. And Jenny fucking sucks at carrying rocks and falls over crying. And she is literally the worst. And then <laughs> Jenny is handed another rock. By the guy that saved Ian and Caddy the first time. And then... it There's just a lot. Yeah. Wells, the one who saved them, is currently the link between Barbara and Ian. And Ian's like, you need to tell Barbara that I'm here, that I'm here to save her. Then Barbara takes Ginny and tells the Daleks that there's going to be a revolution with scientists working with them. And he's like... Oh. And using the note she was given as proof that they're scientists, she's like, I want to go speak with someone in charge because everything is so important. You have to act on it right now. So the black Dalek will then see her and she's taken away to go see him. (sighs) The main drill of the Daleks (laughs) are within four miles of the outer core. They are going to penetrate... The core of the earth <gasps> and then explode. <gasps> Why? The molten core will explode did, and then they will control all of gravity and magnetization. Did you miss the reason why they wanted to? And also so that they can pilot the planet. Bingo. Yep. They're going to penetrate it and explode. I'll be honest, this is a concept that comes back a few times. Hmm. Oh, um, also Ian hides in a thing, and then it's sent to the bottom of the fissure. He hides in the fucking warhead. Yeah, he hides in the warhead. Of the penetrative explosive explosive device. And that's where the episode ends. Yeah. So... Yeah, of the penetrative explosive device, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Daleks know how to build a penetrative explosive device, let me tell you. I mean, honestly, have you seen their plungers? <laughs> they can cop a feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can really uh, suck it to you, if you know what I mean. I, 
Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway. God. Um. So this. So this is kind of the episode that really solidified a lot of Dalek things. One is obviously like e- exterminate because like before they said mm-hmm. like exterminated, but. Or, like, kill them, but they never, like, immediately said, like, exterminate. After, from here on out, it's all fucking exterminate this, exterminate that, exterminating, yes. blah, exterminate, exterminate. Um, uh, so, you know, have, do, I'm sure you noticed all the Dalek, like, weird alien code graffiti type things all over the set, right? The weird, like... You mean, like, the snowflake? Yes. No, not the snowflake. Like, on the actual buildings and stuff, they were, like... Little shapes that kind of look like an alien language. Yeah, that was literally just electrical tape. <laughs> they oh, they use it so it could be taken down easily, so they wouldn't like accidentally deface property. Um, uh, Ooh. So also the vetoed signs that are everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. Those. Yeah, you notice those. Supposedly they're meant to be <laughs> part of like the resistance's code to like no locations and stuff. Um, but that was actually a uh-huh. joke from the production designers, uh, because it's like, if sets were too ambitious, then the designs would just be stamped with the word veto and handed back to them. <laughs> so I was like, let's just stamp <laughs> the entire set with veto stickers then. Ooh, <laughs> fun. Yeah. Anyway, what happens in the next, next episode, dear? Hmm. A, a Dutch angle. <gasps> a shotgun. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Ian is pulling wires as he's lowered and stops the warhead. But then a whole bunch of robot men start pulling him back up with rope as Ian tries to rewire stuff. And a latch opens up below him and he grabs onto the rope that they're threading through the warhead to climb down. But then the Daleks instantly see him and plan to kill him. By exterminating the rope, and then Ian slides down perfectly, amazingly, <laughs> realistically to safety. Toy soldier down a tube. <sighs> yeah, it's adorable. Barbara gives Barbara gives Jenny the order to fuck up the control panel a bunch while she distracts all the Daleks. And honestly, it was a suicide move. They. Seriously, didn't hey, weren't gonna get Barbara away with was gonna it at try all. anyway. She's that she's headstrong. That's why I like her. Uh, they're repairing the bomb again, and we'll go through with the order to kill all humans as a final act, as well as destroying the core. I'm to think the Dalek. Barbara that is cool. presented to the Black Dalek about the revolt, and she just talks a bunch of shit history-wise about. <sighs> Native Americans, I'm going to put it that way, in a shitty way. And... The Native American You're free to say revolt. it. Yes. Yeah. And the Boston Tea Party, and they basically fuck up, and Barbara tries to order the robot men by standing over the speaker and telling them stuff. Robotman. And she absolutely fucks it up and is taken away. And I sort of just made the offhand comment that they really love pretty much sacrificing characters that aren't the main crew yeah. for some reason, yeah. while still saying, no, I don't want to kill. 
So Barbara's perfectly okay with like taking Ginny with her on a suicide mission, even though she doesn't want people to get killed and would probably do stuff on her own. Yep. I don't know. The doctor and crew are hanging off of a cliff looking at a quarry slash main Dalek base. And he sends David and Susan to go blow up one of the transmission towers. And they aren't allowed to pick daisies. No. I'm so sad. They must hurry. No daisies. Yes. We see Ian down at the bottom of the shaft now, opening a giant butt plug to some room with some sticks and more robot men. Yep. The Daleks are playing Ring Around the Rosie with the black dollop. Uh, Dalek. In order to drop, the bomb is coming. And the doctor gets in and neutralizes the warning system. And don't call me Doc, Shirley. He he doesn't like being called Doc. He doesn't like being called Doc, which also comes back. Oh. Ian goes back into the butt plug, picks up some sticks, dragging them to the hole to keep it from, I thought, closing at the time. I thought it was to keep it from closing. And the bomb is fired again, and Daleks mention that they have about an hour after it's fired to get out. And the sticks stop the bomb, Pugchamp! Well, they st- it stops the bomb from going down to the center of the Earth. Yes. It doesn't stop the and bomb from exploding. We come back- <laughs> no. We come back to the doctor and peripheral vision isn't a fucking thing because they're hiding behind pillars as Daleks go by. And one was even fucking looking at the doctor like as it rolled by and they didn't see them, quote unquote. Yeah, this is this is just a running thing that I'm just going to keep bringing this up every time peripheral vision is not a thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Barbara and Jenny are then saved by the doctor and... This is the first episode that, like, there were a lot of lines that were flopped on the Doctor's end, as well as a few other people. But, like, I just felt like it was really obvious hearing them. Not that I'm, like, the most clareful... Wow. Clareful? Not that I'm the most clear and concise person when talking. But still... I'm, I was thinking clarified and something else. Clarified. Oh my god. <sighs> anyway. We see a video of David and Susan planting the bombs and exploding them as the Daleks are approaching them. And then the the Dalek gets all fucked up because they, put, they made the bombs go off. And we never got to find out what the giant snowflake button did. No. Bit upsetting. Maybe one day. There was... So, there were a bunch of buttons and stuff on the wall to look scientific looking and one of them was literally just a large snowflake with a button in the middle. And it was never touched. It was never brought up. It was just really, really out of place whenever, like, you... Like, after you first notice it, it just was like an eyesore, and I couldn't stop noticing it. Yep. <sighs> Fucking snowflake, man. Fucking snowflakes. Barbara and Jenny are saved by the doctor. The Dalek blows up. Uh, Barbara gives the Robo-Men an order to overthrow the Daleks by m- and free all humans by making weird... 
Yes. Ian also meets up with them, and everyone gets the fuck out of the mine. Even though Tyler, for some reason, decided to fire a warning shot for some reason? I'm not sure. No, you know, gotta make sure people know they're scared. (laughs) Ah, yes. We see everyone fucking rioting. There's people, like, throwing Daleks around, and it's hilarious. The bomb is apparently gonna go off in, like, ten minutes' time, and everybody wants to get the fuck out. And then they cut to them getting out on top of a cliff, and we see stock footage of an entire mountain fucking exploding. And, like, mudslides and lava flows and, like, all this stuff happening. And I'm just sitting here like, they got away in ten minutes from this explosion that takes out a mountain. They got away in ten minutes. Yep. But it's fine. Because the bomb wasn't deep enough to fuck with the Earth's core. And they're like, it's over. (sighs) And we cut back to them, like, coming to the TARDIS. Now freed and ready for everyone to get inside so they can go home. How does that work out? He dedicates... We'll get there. He dedicates Tyler, the leader guy, to rebuilding the Earth. And then we hear Big Ben go off. Because someone just went up to Big Ben and... Made it start. So, mm-hmm. you know. <sighs> I, I lost my, my place. One sec. Big Ben. There it is. Yes. Uh, Susan is sad and thinking, and then the doctor and Susan keep trying to talk over each other, and he's like, wow, what happened to your shoe? There's a hole in it. I could fix this. And then the doctor's talking about how she's so unorganized, and everything's sort of weird, and He's being really awkward, and they're just kind of weirdly talking to each other. Susan then walks over to David while the doctor watches from far, from afar, being very forlorn. And David talks to Ian about how he wants to see things grow again and be part of rebuilding Earth and stuff. And Barbara's just like, Ian, come on, Ian, Ian, come on, and like drags him away. Because he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, he doesn't understand. Tyler... Tyler even walks away so that they could have a moment and Susan could say goodbye. Susan is really, really sad to a point that she's, like, pulling at some grass because that's what everybody does when they're sad. And David asks her to stay, but apparently she can't because she doesn't belong to that time, which is bullshit. And then he goes, I love you. I want to marry you. And I was very upset during this because this was bullshit and because she's making this excuse that her grandfather needs her. Because he's old. He doesn't have and anyone David's else. David's like, yes. And, well, I mean, he's gonna die soon, so, like, fuck him. Wow. I... David pretty much goes, like, you know how you said you wanted a place, a time, an identity, and blah, blah, blah? Like, I'm giving that to you. Like, come on, like, hear me out. And she's like, I love you too, but I have to go, and this sucks. And then we cut to the doctor and Barbara and Ian, uh, inside the TARDIS and it's kind of a weird pause and then they just fucking shut the doors and lock Susan out. The doctor does it. And yes. The doctor's being really nice for once and he's like, I want you to belong somewhere. I'll even come back and make sure that you will prove me that I'm not wrong and that you're gonna make something of yourself and all this stuff. That that line is so iconic. 
Which one? That he's going to come back to see her? Yes. That's incredibly iconic. Mm. Uh, and then they just leave. Yep. And he didn't even give her her fucking shoe back. So she's walking around with just one well, shoe. Again, I, like I said I before. D- it's just in my notes. It's in my notes. I know, but it's, it's because, like, they, it, it was a rushed leave because both of them knew yes. if he stood in, if they stayed any longer and if he opened the doors, it, it would have made things yes. harder. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that Susan is kind of staring off into the middle distance at this point and like is kind of freaked out and then Ian like just offers her uh, a hand you mean David? and she walks yes not Ian Susan yes yeah, Susan is really freaked out and anxious and goes to live her life with David and he just kind of like offers him, her his hand and like they kind of both walk away and Susan drops the key to the TARDIS in the dirt, and he pretty much goes, the doctor knew that you could never leave me, or you could never leave him, so he made the choice for you. And that was the end of the episode. Yep. And so, so that that uh, little um, speech that the doctor gives, the, one day I shall come back. Yes, I shall come back. Mm-hmm. Until then, there must be no no regrets, no tears, no anxieties. Just go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. That shit mm-hmm. is like the most iconic First Doctor thing. Um, it comes back in the 20, 20th anniversary. Uh, yeah, the 20th anniversary uh-huh. special. And it comes back in the 50th anniversary special. It's it's such an iconic line. Um, and I mean, the emotion behind it as well with what's going on with him and Susan. It's like, you gotta, you, you gotta feel for it in some respect. Oh yeah, no, I did. Um, so, <laughs> I absolutely how would did. you feel if I told you that initially Jenny was meant to replace Susan? Ew. Yeah. Yeah, fact, yeah. Although they didn't do it because they didn't know where the, the series was going, so they decided not to. Um, yeah. It... Uh, God, there's... So many good things about this episode, to be honest. Yeah, um, honestly. The, there are, like, audiobooks and books where, like, the Doctor goes back to visit Susan, things happen... Um, but nothing Mm -hmm. really official, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But, I mean... Is she happy? I, well, in, in, canonically, she, uh, has a very happy life. She has a family, I think three children with David, and I won't tell you what happens after that, because that's, um... Deal. We don't need to know what happens after that, actually. You don't, you don't need to know what happens after that. Just three children... Happily ever after. That's all. Um. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Um. So, Dalek Invasion of Earth. How do you how do you how do you eight. like it? How do you like eight. it? How do you like it? Eight. Eight. Like an eight. Oh, okay. Okay. Same as last episode, I think. This teeny tiny episode. The the planet of giants. Yes. 
Oh, considering this was a longer one than that, I'm I'm a bit surprised because typically the longer ones you don't like. So it. Even though this isn't technically a longer was, one, this is like the normal size that they are. Yeah, there was just enough to keep me interested between part to part to part. It didn't feel like there was really filler. Yeah, there was no anything. cave episode. Just, yeah, there. It just felt really cohesive so to speak like everything sort of had a point to them doing something mm. david and susan's relationship act I mean, it was rushed dear jesus it was rushed but it felt fluid enough to be somewhat believable yeah. so that wasn't too bad um i hated jenny but it was kind of nice to just imagine like barbara dealing with this person who's a piece of shit <laughs> while also trying to do stuff yeah because not everyone in the world is going to be like, let's go do this thing. I'm happy now sort of shit. Like, there are just some people like me and you who are just like really, what's the word? Pessimistic about everything. Yep. So. So, um, so Carol Ann Ford, who played Susan, wanted to retire from acting. That's why she left the show. Um, oh. I don't know what the fuck that was. Um. Uh, she wanted to leave the show, so that she basically retired from mm -hmm. acting. Um, also, um, that was a slither. I'll have you know. Ah, my phone's. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It was a slither. I've never even used mm -hmm. fucking Google Voice. I didn't... Anyway, um, <laughs> she comes back in a few cameo roles in like anniversary specials and stuff, but um, yeah, she's still alive today. And she actually Ooh. has just started a um, reprising her role as Susan in a whole heap of audio dramas. And uh, her her daughter actually is like plays one of the story's villains in it as well. So it's like it's really adorable <gasps> that like she's come back to it and like ah, oh, it's adorable. Um, I mean, the, I, I also saw the other day a photo she she tweeted out of. Um, uh, she was like, I found this photo the other day, I completely forgot I had it, and it's like a picture of her with her grandson, uh, with, uh, Matt Smith, and, um, uh, mm -hmm. oh crap, I forget who, um, uh, shit, the companion I don't like. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> the one that comes after Amy. Um, yes, yeah. Uh, Clara, the, um, the actress who yeah. plays Clara, and they're, like, posing for a photo, and it's like, oh man, that's so fucking adorable. Um. Yeah. Shit like that's great. Um, but yeah, this is the end of Susan in the show. Um, yeah. Bittersweet, because I'm, it's like, I'm towards the end, she actually gets a lot better than she was in the beginning. Um, yeah, she does. Also, I literally drew myself for this season in her outfit, and now I'm sad. Yeah, I was gonna say something, but I didn't want to spoil it. Um, that overalls outfit was so cute though it was um Honestly. so now it's just barbara and ian um yeah now now it's just a horny couple and an old man ian to piss <laughs> I... <laughs> Ooh. I can't wait for ian to piss the doctor off more although although their relationship is getting better because they're bonding over science more. true i will say um, that i that is nice. I, I feel like, just quickly, we'll touch on it as well. Um, I'm pretty sure we brought it up in the actual Daleks episode. But this episode also kind of, like, slammed people over the like head. The cardboard Daleks? No, well, it ki kind of slammed people <laughs> over the head 
with the parallel between uh, the fact that the Daleks were an allegory for Nazism. Um, wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me Daleks are Nazis? Yes, quite literally. Um, <gasps> they, they were, they were uh, allegory for Nazism. Uh, so, Holy like, shit, my mind is blown. Like, they literally refer to the killings of the people as, as like, final solution. And, like, they use yeah, the word that, exterminated. That, mm. And, like, mm-hmm. it's like, yes, okay, we the, get it. <laughs> like, it was obvious last final, episode, fi- but now it's like, okay, you, you can <laughs> tone it down a bit. <laughs> the final solution is what got me. I was just like, okay, well, calm I, down. I guess for us, it's because it's, like... Relevant it's a little bit days. too relevant nowadays because there are still Nazis. Mm. Um, so, yes. how would you feel? A resurgence, maybe perhaps. How would you feel if I told you the next episode is actually only two it's episodes also about long? Nazis? I'd be excited that I get to sleep early. Because I stay up late at night to record these with you. Not that I mind. I agreed to it. But holy crap, I get to sleep early next Tuesday. Hell yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, cool. Okay, sweet. Yeah, no. Fucking great. Um, But yeah, the next episode, The Rescue. um, Yes. Is a lovely little... Little, little, little story. A little bit tropey, but it's uh, an interesting one. So, Mm -hmm. 8 out of 10. uh, The... Mm -hmm. uh, Dalek invasion of Earth. I don't know if I'll if yeah. if we'll uh, do a Patreon goal down the line. Maybe near when we're near the end of like the first Doctor's run yeah. or something of like, hey, um, we'll watch the the two shitty actual Doctor because they're on Blu-ray. They've been remastered. Yes. Um. I don't know. Um. Since you brought up Patreon, oh, I'm going sake. to use this. No, I just want to talk about how we hit a hundred dollars. Oh, okay. I thought so... you were going to say like you could have listened to this episode a week earlier on Patreon.com/slash/gamble. You could also find my notes on Patreon.com/slash/gamble. <laughs> but the real thing that I'm going to talk about is the fact that we set a goal that. I was going to make Gam watch bad movies slash horror movies because that's kind of my jam. Whereas Doctor Who and science fiction is Gam's whole ordeal. So we're going to probably start working on the movie night finally because we finally hit the $100 where I get to make him watch whatever I want. And I've already picked out the first movie called Black Sheep and I'm very excited. It's... There's a lot of puppets, so I'll put it that way. Oh, God. <laughs> so long as it's not, like, um, fucking, we'll like, prob- Wreck. Because when you were like, let's watch Wreck, I was like, I don't know. And then I looked at, like, a I bit of it, and I was Wreck. like, this looks good, but it also looks way too fucking terrifying for me. <laughs> and what? It- I love Wreck. No, it is not. It is not that level of terrifying. We might get to that level of terrifying later. I'm not going to start you with that level of terrifying. But... We're also probably going to do these as a watch party in my Discord if anyone wants to come watch with us. At least, at least the watching part. So. True. Yeah. So yeah, it'll probably be once a month. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll put something somewhere yeah. and make it more. Official. We're working on it. I blame dear. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. so we'll see you next week for the rescue and yeah. Something, something, yeah, Patreon. We'll see you next something. week. Also, I'm working on putting this on Google Podcasts, but it's like weirdly complicated. Whereas, like, Spotify was super easy, Hmm. Google's really hard. I don't know, we'll figure it out. Anyway, bye. We'll figure it out. Bye.